This is the MMA Takes Podcast with your host, Brian Petrie. UFC, as of today, UFC 249 is going on. I tweeted out that I was not going to talk about it. Wasn't going to get too excited about it. That was a couple hours ago. I have already broken that rule. I'm very excited about it. Main event, Khabib Nagamadov is out. Justin Gaethje versus Tony Ferguson for the interim title. Know a lot of people shitting on this because they want Khabib, Tony. Obviously, everyone does. But let's not mistake that this is going to be a fucking cracker of a fight. It's going to be a banger of a fight. Is it Tony and Khabib? No. Theoretically, it could be a better matchup. It could be a better fight. Stylistically, we all want to see Tony versus Khabib. There's a lot of heat there. Five times, the fight's cursed, all that shit. Dana White announced today, he kind of, he, he ate the trash last night uh, of a Aero Hawani fake account. And bravo to that guy. He got everyone duped. Uh, I've been on Twitter long enough not to get fooled by shit like that, but he, he wrote it out like Ariel would. He obviously studied how Ariel tweets. And uh, he changed the W from Vavani, Vavani to Vavani. Same profile picture, everything. Got Dana to bite. DC said today he fell for it. A lot of people fell for it. It's uh, bravo to that guy. That's an excellent troll job right there. Um, you know, I mean, he did, he did what he did. If, if you're not going to, you know, triple check your sources when you're going to fire for comment, then um, you deserve to be duped. But... Uh, Dana did report that he was going to announce a full card today. I have not seen that yet. It's 7.30 East Coast time right now. Uh, they have I, uh, Big Marcel 24 on Instagram is a good follow. He's usually pretty good about fight announcements, and he's usually right. Apparently, Rosenstruck and uh, Nagani is going to be on that uh, on, on uh, April 18th, UFC 249, as well as Greg Hardy and Jorgen DeCastro. Those are some fights that were supposed to happen in Columbus. I think I should get a free ticket to wherever. No, I probably wouldn't go anyway, but it's not safe. But a free ticket to, um, well, maybe I should get, well, they already refunded my money, but I should get the pay-per-view for free because I was supposed to be in fucking Columbus and uh, somebody just took away from me. So as of today, today is what? April 6th, UFC 249 is going on. The only way I can see this now, they have not announced the location, I think that's for a very good reason. The only way I can see this not going on is if Trump or Trump and company, you know, Fauci, any of those people decide to shut the, the, the country nationwide lockdown, right? Some of the numbers, some of the data today were pretty good. Apparently, I don't know, I haven't followed it. Just a couple of tweets I saw out there. Uh, Surgeon General said that this week and next week are going to be the worst weeks for the United States. A lot of it is, unfortunately, in Newark, New Jersey. Uh, I mean, in other cities too, Chicago, Detroit are getting hit, whatever. Anyway, we're not talking about coronavirus. Anyway, that's the only way I think this falling through. They would have never announced this fight if they didn't know 100% where they're going to have it at. Somewhere on the West Coast, Ariel Wanna reported. Somewhere out on the West Coast, they're 100% they're not going to uh, announce these fights, tell these guys are fighting, have Tony sign, have Justin sign, probably offer them a ton amount of money, arrange medicals, whatever, if they know 1,000% this fight's not going to happen. Again, the only way that's going to get shut down is if uh, if the nation goes on a citywide lo- or nationwide lockdown. Oh, this is unusual. I usually jump into some personal rhetoric, which I got some written down. We're going to go off today. We're going to go off, King. I, I did a podcast with Devin on Saturday. It felt cursed. Devin uh, has been wanting to do just a... Uh, sit down, chat them up show without really anything, you know, pressing. We didn't really have any topics right now besides maybe a handful. Had fun doing that. You know, I, I, I love talking MMA. 
But uh, I need to get on here and and, and and just go off. You know what I mean? There's a lot of things to complain about, a lot of things to get happy about. Um, I'm happy UFC 249 is going on. Uh, I've had some, uh, I had a crazy, listen, this was the first weekend where I woke up. I think I woke, did I nap or did I wake up in the middle of the night? I can't remember. It was Saturday night going into Sunday. And I woke up and I legitimately, I mean, I woke up and like got up and like, I wasn't like I was half asleep, like and went back to bed. I woke up and got up and I legitimately didn't know what day it was. I, I did. I did not know what day it was for a good. I'm convincing myself it's, it's Sunday night. I got to work or whatever it is. And, uh, it's, it was, it was the weirdest thing. I've never had that before. Um, obviously you wake up, you don't know what the date is. I've never woke up and been like that confused about what day it is. There's been times where I've woken up early for work on a Thursday and for a good 20 seconds to two minutes while I'm brushing my teeth. I, uh, I realized that it's, it's Thursday and not Friday. I've had that, but I've never been this confused. It's weird. The days are blending together. We need this. We need MMA. I need it. I fucking, I was telling my wife the other day, I think she was, getting very mad at me. I was telling her like we're spoiled cuz there was MMA almost every weekend. And this stretch of March, April, May had some really good fights and it got taken away. Obviously that's not not the most important thing because you know, it's a global pandemic, people are losing their lives, but it, I told her I, I've never realized how much I loved. I mean, I knew I loved it. I host a fucking podcast. My office is dedicated to this. I put a lot of money into this. It's my passion. But when something gets taken away, you're like, "Damn, I, it, it, it's like, wow, I fucking, I'm obsessed with it. Like OCD, like gotta have it. It's my drug. That was how I always knew when I was younger, when you would break up with the chick, you would know if you were over or not. I used to do a little test and it would be, um, I would picture her if, if we broken up, you know, I, whenever you break up with somebody, it's always rough because you like, you want to win the breakup, Right. So if you got broken up and, and she said it was your fault, then you're probably really trying to get her back because you're like, well, wait a second. What do you mean it's my fault? Fuck you. It's your fault. So a lot of breakups happen with you're just trying to prove your point, right? Um, sometimes they before they happen, you know they're about to happen. The relationship's ending. What I used to do is I used to think of her with another guy. And if it drove me fucking crazy thinking about her with another guy, then I knew I had to fight for it. I knew how to make amends. I knew how to do something. If I thought about her with another guy and I was like, who fucking cares? Then I knew it was over. That's just a little trick I did, right? Um, and uh, that's probably not helpful, but uh, that's just, it's just kind of like how MMA is, right? You know, you don't know how good it's going to You get, don't know how good, what is that saying? You don't know how good you have it till it's gone, right? I don't really use that analogy. I think back of like a shitty card that I watched where, I was excited to watch it because it's MMA and there's probably one or two fights I had circled. Maybe I gambled on it, whatever. And I look back on that and, you know, now it's like I kill for those. Like, I, I don't care if CM Punk was headlining this pay-per-view against Logan or Jake Paul. I actually like Logan Paul. I don't like Jake Paul. Jake Paul, I think, sucks. But Logan Paul's all right. Um, I would watch it, right? And so would half the fucking world. But you don't know what you love until it's gone or whatever. I, I don't know why I can't get that saying down. I'm fucking, my brain's broken, but MMA's back. Hopefully. Uh, I mean, it's still early. Hopefully they don't know. Uh, they don't announce where it's at till next week. Cause what's going to happen is these fucking pussy ass media members 
who were complaining. Let me actually, you know what? I forgot to pull up Twitter. I got to pull up Twitter here. Because there are, I mean, it's shocking to me. And Dana White hit, hit it on the fucking head. One of the biggest, baddest sports in the world, MMA, is covered by these fucking losers. These fucking losers. And it's so fucking frustrating. And I, I use the term liberal, right? These liberal, and they're liberal. Listen, I don't care what political spectrum you're on. But these guys, it's so fucking annoying how righteous they think they are. And they're taking the high road and they can throw shots at Dana White. I can't believe he's putting this on during the pandemic. I can't believe. Blah, blah. Shut the fuck up. Because guess what? You get paid to cover the sport. If you're so outraged, Luke Thomas, if you're so outraged, Josh Gross, then don't cover UFC 249. I don't want to see you tweeting about it. Take the night off. Take the fucking night off, and then on Sunday or Monday on your radio show, you can sit there and talk about how irresponsible it was and how these guys should have been get tested and blah, blah, blah. People have to make money. There's no difference between what they're doing and then what I'm doing. I am an essential employee. I work in a warehouse full of 200 people. I go deliver to different houses and different residents every single day. If it's safe for me to go out there and do this, and I've never been tested, I don't have any symptoms that I know of, whatever, if it's safe for me, then they're going to take the extra precautions to make sure these fighters safe. And they're getting paid a hell of a lot more money than I do. So let's not hear your fucking bullshit about how irresponsible and how unsafe it is. It'd be one thing if they start pulling guys off the street like bum fights and start putting them in the cage just to have entertainment. That's one thing. But these are highly trained athletes that want to fight that are getting good paydays. Hopefully they get paid more since it's kind of crazy and a lot of them have, have had some weird uh, training camps. But shut the fuck up with your shit, Luke Thomas. Josh Gross, E. Casey Landon, all these fucking idiots out there just spewing this stuff and so righteous and I'm above it all, then they shouldn't do this and blah, blah, blah. Shut up. Just shut up. It's so fucking tired. Why, where were you at when WrestleMania was on the other night? For two nights in an empty studio. And they're doing the same thing. These are shirtless guys fucking exchanging body fluids or whatever the fuck you're going to say. Where were you at then? Now, I know you don't cover that sport, right? So that's your argument. Oh, I don't cover wrestling, so I'm not going to comment on it. But you fucking live tweeted it. You were tweeting about the matches saying, oh, that Undertaker match was cool or whatever the fuck. I didn't watch it. I don't watch wrestling. So it's okay for wrestling to do it, but it's not okay for UFC to do it. And the main denominator here is Dana White. They don't like Dana White. They shit on Dana White because of who he is. Very boisterous. He backs Trump. A lot of these guys don't back Trump. All this shit, right? Dana's not the most likable guy in the world. I know he's done some stuff in the past, but they're trying to move forward here in this country. They're trying to bring some kind of entertainment. Every fighter has stepped up on this card and says, we need to be here. Justin Gaethje could have turned this fight down. He said, I'm, I'm terrified as fuck, but I'm stepping up. Tony Ferguson could have not taken this fight, but he's taking the fight. For not only for the payday, but for the legacy. But he they've also mentioned, we need to put on for the people on the front lines who deserve it. Guess what? I'm on the front lines. I'm an essential worker. I'm a delivery driver. Now, I'm not a hero, and I would never compare myself to medical staff and doctors. And that. Those are the real heroes. Those are the people really risking their lives and really out there on the front, front lines. But I'm delivering to these hospitals. I'm delivering medicine to people. I'm out there every fucking day. Josh Gross and Luke Thomas are sitting in the studio passing judgment on everybody. I need this, motherfuckers. 
I need this. I need this. The world that loves MMA need this. We need to have some kind of normalcy. Why would you want to shut everything down? If they're going to shut everything down, shut everything down. I'll stay in for two weeks. Give everybody a week to go shop. Lock no one. The whole world shuts down. No essential workers. Nothing. You shut down. Restaurants, everything closes for two weeks. You have to stay in your house. You can't go anywhere unless you got to go to the emergency room. That's the only place you can leave. Shut it down. I don't give a fuck, right? I'll do it. I'll comply with it. I won't go out. But until that happens, shut the fuck up. You're saying these things not because you are caring about the fighters or because it's your moral compass. You're saying it to be anti-Dana White and to be contrarian, right? So my plea to you is don't cover the fucking sport. Give me your paycheck. I'll cover the sport. I'll go work for Sirius. I'll go work for the athletic. Give me your fucking paycheck, right? Now, everyone's going to have a different opinion. If the fight should happen or shouldn't happen, that's fine. I, I, I don't care about that, right? If you have an opinion, a valid opinion, why it shouldn't happen, state your opinion. That's fine. I think it should go on. Other people think it don't. I, I, I respect everyone's opinion. But it's the constant tweets and the constant tones that they use, these passive-aggressive negative tones in their tweets. It is so unbearable, and it's just so fucking annoying. And it's like, get off your high horse, you fucking clowns. I hate them. I hate both those guys I named. Ben Folks, E.K. Landon, Josh Gross. I used to like Luke Thomas because I think he's a good mind. I think he's a good, uh, he can break down film. But he's fucking boring. You can't listen to that guy talk. Watch him interview somebody. He's fucking obnoxious. And now they're taking shots at like a guy like Brett Akamoto, who's a shill for the UFC because he works for ESPN, right? He's reporting the news and stuff like that. He's a fucking reporter. He's not trying to get his face in front of camera like an Ariel Hawani, even though I think Brett Akamoto is better than Hawani. It's just shut up. It's a tired fucking excuse. Uh, sorry, boys. I got a little worked up there, okay? It's something that uh, it, it really fuels me, right? Because, I mean, if you're on the if you're on the uh, other side of the spectrum, I understand that. I think Devin on Saturday said he didn't think the fight should happen. I respect that. I respect your opinion. But it's just an everyday thing with these guys. It's so annoying. So I'm in my new office. Not really new. Let's change things up here. Let's switch it up, okay? Uh, I rearranged everything. My wife saw her. I think I touched about it a little bit on the um, podcast with Devin or a little bit afterwards. I think I talked about it. So I bought this. Uh, I did a studio tour, by the way. Filmed it yesterday. Edited it yesterday. It's going to go up maybe Tuesday or Wednesday. I kind of wanted to let the, let the UFC 249 settle before we go on, before I post that. I want to get views up. I'm trying to get to 25 subscribers. I think I have 17 right now. So once I hit 25... We're going to give, uh, I'm going to give a random winner a t-shirt, send them a t-shirt for free. And then, or if you don't like a t-shirt, don't want to wear a t-shirt, I have a shelf full of random shit, right? And pretty much everything on this shelf besides maybe this, this one VHS tape is up for grabs. So if you want me to mail you off one of these things for the shelf, I can do that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we're trying to get the 25 subscribers. So if you're listening, go to YouTube MMA takes podcast. I have a link in my Instagram bio at, uh, MMA takes podcast on Instagram, and on my Twitter bio, I believe I have a pinned tweet on there. So trying to get the YouTube because I have fun doing the YouTube. I do. Shot the video yesterday. Wife filmed it. Uh, it went well. So I rearranged everything. And uh, I got this Yellow Tech Minka mic arm. This is what, the, what Joe Rogan uses, right? And it's the, uh, I got the silver. Um, I got the, uh, the aluminum one instead of the black one with Rogan. Very expensive. But the old one I just couldn't take anymore. And this thing is just so functional. I love it. So I'm not going to nerd out on you. But 
the reason I didn't buy it years ago was because you had to solder the ends and I don't know how to solder. Right. So a buddy I work with gave me a solder gun. Uh, I did it. I practiced on old wires and I, and I soldered and it looked okay. And my wife came in, I asked her to do it cause she's really good with that stuff. She came in and nailed it. I think I talked about this, so I'm not going to go too much into it. So I got that set up the fucking clip, the adapter inside the microphone didn't work. I think I talked about this too, so I don't want to keep going over it, but got that out, got it set up, did the podcast with Devin, uh, did the tour video yesterday. So I'm comfortable. I'm very comfortable right now. It's almost the way I wanted it. I want to get a TV. Uh, there's an empty wall right now where the shelves used to be at. And it's just my podcast note where, um, the very first podcast I did, I wrote notes on what not to do. I got that staring at me right now, but I want to put a TV there. Um, maybe to, and then like just run an HDMI cable from my computer to that and maybe watch some fights and, and stuff. I don't know. I think it'd be cool to have a TV there. Just, just you never know what you do. I'm very comfortable in my office. It's a, it's a nice setup. So, uh, I think that's, what's going to happen. We have a T we have three TVs. We have the big boy downstairs, 65 inch Samsung QLED, the all the bells and whistles. Never really watch it. My wife's office is down there. Um, we had to buy a special mount for that. And I'm just, I don't want to move it because it took me forever to hang that mount. It's cr- it, The mount's crazy, right? I can hang TV mounts. I've hung all the mounts in my house. That one took me a little bit because it, it was wild. And that wall was a firewall. So there's all these fucking, you know, studs in it. It was weird. Anyway, bought a TV about three years ago in LG up, upstairs for like, you know, Winnie and everything. That's the main TV essentially now. Uh, 65 inch as well. And then we got a 43 inch in our uh, bedroom an old insignia I bought years ago for like 300 bucks. Still fucking kicking. Not 4K, it's 1080, but... Still fucking kicking, which I'm very proud of. The LG, which is two years old, is starting to burn in the corners a little bit. So we got to get a new TV. Um, so basically what's going to happen, get a new TV for out there. I'm looking at 70-something inches, right? Move the burn one, the LG, into the bedroom, and then move the bedroom one into here. So that's what I'm looking at right now. That's hopefully is going to happen in a few. Uh, well, I guess I could probably order a TV and Best Buy can run it out to me, right? I mean, I guess I could probably do that sooner than later, but... Uh, the office is awesome. I had this written down to talk about it. I want to talk about it. It's cool. If you're in the Cincinnati area and you're in MMA, I love you having on as a guest. There's got a guest chair. I got a guest microphone. So uh, we can do that, boys. We can do that. Okay. Uh, I've been working, guys. I've been working. Let me tell you something. Now, I've been working my job, but I've also been working for MMA Takes Podcast. I should get a drink button. I know that's so unprofessional. That's probably why serious isn't calling because uh, uh, I don't mute my mic when I take a drink. Sorry about that. Anyway, Jerzino, Big Boy Rosenstruck just tweeted out, when the predator becomes the prey, you hashtag UFC 249. So Marcel, Big Marcel 24 on, on uh, Instagram, looks like he was right about that. Just refresh Twitter, see we got uh, Tim Mitchell, my guy, shout out Tim Mitchell. Uh, <laughs> Dustin Poirier tweeted out, me and Connor at 170, and Tim Mitchell wrote, um, never in your dreams. Okay, never mind. Sorry, I was reading a tweet. <clears throat> really good radio or podcast radio. What am I, a thousand? Um, <clears throat> so I've been working. So I said on a podcast, I think maybe a week or two ago, today's probably the good, today, this week, right now, this time's probably a good time to DM some fighters. I used to DM fighters at least once a week. It was on my podcast notes. I used to do it. I, uh, I've reached out to a few. A few have responded and, and everything kind of fell through besides Don Madge, Don, John, Don Madge. Um, so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to I'm gonna go after a guy I really want on. And, and this is true. I really wanted him on. Kenny Florian, right? I love the Anakin Florian podcast, which we'll get to in a minute. 
And I've been a guest. I battled him on the pick I beat him. No big deal. Sent him a nice message on uh, Instagram. Never got back to me. Okay, you know, whatever. It's not that big of a deal. No one's going to get back to me. He probably do not want to come on the podcast. I just assumed he's in LA. He's locked down, right? There's nothing to do. You got your kid at home. Maybe escape for 20, 30 minutes. Come talk to me. What have you. Sent one to John Anik, who has responded to my DMs. We've DM back and forth. Again, been on the show. Obviously, I don't think he remembers me. Uh, they used to have guest picker almost every week, whatever. DM'd him, like, John, love you to come on. I saw that he went on a few podcasts that I didn't know. He was getting interviewed by another blog I didn't know. So I was like, oh, maybe I got a shot with this. DM'd him, nothing, right? Then last night, I was like, you know what? Swing, right? Shoot or shoot, you know what I mean? Uh, if You know, when you're younger and you go out, you get you hit on a chick, she turns you down, you try to dance with a chick, she turns you down. What are you going to go home for the night? You got to take a ball and go home. No, you're going to fucking keep swinging. So I DM Mike, uh, Michael Chiesa last night, right? I like Mike Chiesa. I've seen him on the aerial show. I think he's very good on the show. He has a really good MMA mind. His, um, his, uh, MMA trivia is like bar none. It's like really good. I thought, okay, we'll have him on. We'll do like a fun sporacle trivia, whatever. And, uh, uh, um, sorry, Luke Thomas tweeted. I'll read this tweet in a second, see if it pisses me off. So um, I DM'd him, right? And I didn't think he had that many followers. I thought he had maybe 40,000. And I'm like, okay, he probably gets DM'd a lot, you know, this and that. Maybe he'll come on. Maybe he wants to talk MMA, blah, blah, blah. Sent him a funny little message, misspelled some words because I, I I was laying down doing it and I just did it really quick. So then I wrote him again. Now I'm embarrassed. I sent him two messages, no response. But I'm going to keep fucking plugging. The one thing about me is your boy is persistent. I'm going to keep going. I'll keep fucking treading, okay? I'm not going to back down. I'm going to keep going until I get someone on. Someone on that wants to talk to me. Okay, so let's see what Luke Thomas wrote. So I'm on Twitter. I got. I kind of like this live feed of Twitter on my uh, on my computer here because I can. So the MMA industry getting excited about a fight announcement. This is Luke Thomas, by the way. The MMA industry getting excited about a fight announcement is legitimately normal. That there's been virtually no questions asked about why there hasn't been any announcements about the safety protocol related to COVID-19 for those announced fights. However, says a lot. Okay, so he's basically saying, yeah, everyone can get excited about the legitimately um, legitimacy of the, the fight announcement. Why is no one asking questions about COVID-19? Well, Luke, good question. Um, did you report or did you send this tweet out? And Dave Meltzer, who's a fucking goon as well, he uh, said, can't agree more. Did you... Report when uh, Francis Agani, who's possibly fighting on this card, said that he tested uh, for coronavirus and was negative. Um, Dana White has not came out and said that. You know, he said that he very talked about it briefly, but um, I'm assuming that these fighters will have access to testing. If not, if they show symptoms or whatever, they don't want to fight. They don't have to fight. Why are you acting like the UFC is putting a gun to these guys' heads to fight? Sure, they're offering them a lot of money. But I would do things for a lot of money, too, and I think you would, too. You fucking sellout. You know, God, I just I just got done ranting. I don't want to go on about this guy. What an idiot. What an idiot. Anyway, those are my DM fails. And I'm going to keep plugging. I'm going to keep trying. I think it's going to be fun getting someone on here. once Because once I think I get one or two, I've had Don Madge on, which I love. Once I get, like, one or two of these guys on, and they see that I'm not, you know, it's, I know it's kind of hard to come up to commit to a podcast that you don't know. You've never listened to. You don't know who I am. Yada, yada. 
But also, it's like once I get one or two on and we have a good time, we have a good interview, whatever, then I think that can open the doors. And then I can open the doors there. So that's what I that's that's what I think. That's what I think. Back to some personal news. Uh, I'm trying to mix it up a little bit. No, I uh, it was it was you know you you I don't leave the house much, so I'm not seeing anybody as much, right? And then um, I ran. I had to go to UDF, which is if you're not from Cincinnati, it's like a gas station where they serve ice cream. They got ice cream there. I don't know. It's like a convenience store. So I went there. They get some snacks for me and the girls. And, um, this, this girl who I was, I used to talk to, that's what the kids say before I didn't really, I met my wife when I was 21. She was younger. She was like 17, 18. We dated, then dated for a couple months. I broke up with her six years later. We met up again after I had broken up with a girlfriend. She broke up with a boyfriend. So at the time when her and I, my wife, her and I reunited, I was talking to this other girl and I had my seizure, right? Me and my wife have a date. And then the next day I had a seizure, right? Um, and I remember being in the hospital bed, waking up, didn't know where I was, butt fucking naked, had a cell phone on my chest. And uh, I look up, I got some messages from the guys that were there and some other text messages of people not knowing what's going on. And, you know, a buddy of mine had to track down my, my dad via LinkedIn. It was just, it was, it was just because my phone used to like, you know, I don't have dad on my phone. I have Don, right? So the people I was with was like, well, where, where the, f- I don't have any emergency contacts, which I do now. And then my mom was in her badass bar because that was her nickname. My mom's name's Barb. And, you know, she thinks she's a badass sometimes when she's like the cutest woman in the world who always think, you know, everything's rainbows. But yet sometimes when she gets a little attitude, we call her badass Barb. So they're looking through my phone going, I don't know who the fuck to call. So they called a buddy's mom who I don't really know that. Well, I had her in my phone as the, this guy's last name's mom and they call her. And then he called, she called her son. Then he called my buddy and then my buddy found it on LinkedIn, my dad. And then, you know, yada, yada. Anyway, I've since cleared that up. But when I was in the hospital, I got all these messages. And then I, that girl I was talking to and my wife both texted me. I told him exactly what happened. The girl I was talking to goes, Oh, and she's a, she was a fucking nurse, right? She goes, Oh, that's, Oh, that's weird. Um, when you get better, let me know. We'll get drinks. And then my wife goes, Oh no, 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 We're I'm coming to the hospital. Where are you at? I'm coming there now. Like I'm leaving everything. Like I'm 40 minutes away. I don't care. I'm coming there now. She ended up meeting at me at house. I got released from the hospital. She met me at the house. And uh, yeah, that was, that was it from the other girl. I mean, that's, I mean, I obviously knew my wife was the one besides that, but that was like the final nail in the coffin where I'm like, okay, this girl sucks. Anyway, when my wife and I were together, you know, she would still text me and stuff and she kind of didn't think. I was serious with my wife. I mean, this obviously then girlfriend and, you know, she was kind of annoying a little bit, right? She's had some problems, uh, in the past year or so with whatever. So I run into her with her new boyfriend. It's a guy that I grew up with as well. He's a year younger than me that I actually knocked out. Uh, he used to put his hands on his girlfriend and, uh, he did it at uh, a party of mine when I lived in uh, right by uh, UC campus. I lived there with like eight or nine of my buddies. He, we were throwing a party and him and his then girlfriend, he was grabbing her and stuff. And I told him to fucking settle it. And he screamed in my face. And I hit him, fucking slapped him. Right. So he hates me. She doesn't love me. And they're both, um, they got some problems. Right. And, uh, I saw my UDF and they were, uh, yeah, they, they, you know, they weren't making eye contact with me. I know they saw me. I saw them. I'm not going to fucking say hi to them. They didn't look to me in good shape. And it's sad, right? It, it's a, it's a sad stuff. I don't really have sympathy a, a lot of the times with drug addiction because my sisters are drug addicts. And in that particular case, they had every chance not to be, they just chose the other way. 
with these two people. I don't really know their lives in and out, whatever. Uh, I don't know them all that well, but uh, it was kind of awkward to see them, right? Because I don't see anybody besides guys I work with in my family because I'm not going anywhere. And then to run into two people that you're, you know, kind of enemies with, in a, in a way, you're like, oh, damn. Like, I couldn't have ran into somebody I liked. You know, even if they would have started talking to me, I'd be like, hey, six feet, man, six feet. I can't. Six feet. That time I muted it. I drank and I muted it. So you're welcome. I'm getting better. I'm getting better at it. So that was the that's the personal stuff right there, huh? You know, personal. That's the personal stuff. I've I've actually written down on uh, paper for this podcast instead of typing old school in it. A little notebook, huh? A little notebook. Dana White. We talked about this a little bit. It was breaking news on Saturday. Dana um, is getting sued by a guy who said he had a stripper girlfriend that he has a sex tape of. Dana came out and said, this guy sued me before. He went to jail. His lawyers are next. Listen, there's no doubt in my mind. There's two things here, right? I've been giving Dana White compliments for putting on the fight. And I'm kind of defending him in a way. So let me say this. There's two things here in this case, and I don't know any of the facts. I don't know Dana White personally. I don't know this guy personally, whoever suing him. This guy, 100%, is looking for a payday. Suing him for $10 million or whatever it is. 1,000% is extorting Dana White for a payday. Without question. That's the part's true. The other part that's true is there's a thousand percent that Dana White had a stripper girlfriend. As far as a sex tape, probably. I mean, if Dana White's dumb enough to be banging in a strip club, you gotta know there's cameras everywhere. If he banged her at her house, which I'm assuming since he's married, she wouldn't be coming to his place unless it's dumb. You know, he's probably got eight houses. I don't fucking know. Um... She probably could have maybe set up a camera and maybe looking to get paid as well. I don't know. But those are the two things I know about this case is, is the guys extorting him and Dana White's definitely banging some stripper girlfriend. So that's unfortunate. Uh, I don't, I don't condone cheating. I don't condone. Uh, I don't, I, I'm a human being that loves his wife and would never cheat on his wife. So uh, kind of sucks. But when you're in Dana White and you're this fat old guy um, that otherwise probably wouldn't be getting chicks unless you were Dana White, uh, I mean, did you ever see early pictures of Dana White when he, like, tried to have hair? He was, like, kind of skinny. His teeth were all fucked up. Uh, you know, he's he married his wife then. She was with him then. They got kids, you know. And and now he's just kind of like, you know, you know, obviously he's probably dipping into some of the grandpa's cough medicine, that special sauce for uh, from body enhancements. Not going to say it, but maybe. And, um, and uh, you know, he's a powerful guy. I mean, he's worth what? 200 million bucks? How much is Dana White's net worth, do you think? When I look this up, everyone take guesses. I'm going to say 200 million because I know they sold I know they sold for um a billion or whatever, but I thought Dana didn't own that much stake in it. Uh so what's your guess? You guys ready? Say your guesses out loud. So I said 200 million, I was off. It's 500 million. Net worth is 500 million dollars. So this guy's, I mean, he's got money forever, forever, forever money. So that's crazy. So that's a shame. I mean, obviously Dana's ignoring it and saying that's not true and this and that. He's got high powerful lawyers. Note this tape probably won't see the light of day. Although Hulk Hogan thought that as well. If you guys seen Hulk Hogan's uh, tape, which is um, <laughs> which is which is kind of embarrassing, but uh, yeah. So that that's a shame. I got YouTube Studio tour written down. I've already talked about it a little bit. Again, it's going to be up either tomorrow or Wednesday. I don't want to. You know, a lot's going on with UFC 249 this week. I want to get. Some things up, so um, 
let's uh let's do that guys let's get that let's get 25 subscribers if you're listening you haven't subscribed what are you doing we get way more than 25 listeners i'm talking way more so if you're willing to listen to me here just willing to go subscribe i don't even give a shit if you put the notifications on you don't have to hear the bell i don't care right just just subscribe let me get the numbers Eh, come on let's do it do it um couple final things here. Again, this is just going to be, I mean, UFC 249 is, it, we'll get into the Gaethje-Ferguson fight, what I think about that. Um, they're slowly announcing more fights as well, but, um, but you know, nothing's official, official yet. Obviously, I don't want to get too excited. We're probably going to do another, I'll probably do another podcast next week before the Pickums. Hopefully, fingers crossed, I'm going to probably gamble Everything in my paycheck or every everything in my bank account. I'll definitely gamble my paycheck. I'm gonna give everything in my bank account. Um, if these fights happen, I'm so addicted or not addicted. Well, I am addicted, but I'm so fucking eager to gamble. Um, obviously the casino's closed down, so I have to do it via Fandle, but I don't give a shit, right? I need it. I fucking need it. Um, you know, it's a problem. But uh let me take a drink here. Oh, should I mute it? Let me mute it for you boys. That was a big one. I should edit that out. That was a lot of dead air there, but you know what? I keep it fucking real. I keep it real with your boys. Um, no, so I mean, this this is a developing story, so obviously more things will come out about this card. Some of the fights are slowly starting to come out right now. Um, like I said, uh, Greg Hardy in... Uh, and then apparently someone just said, Willie says this is the fifth time Covington has declined the fight. Says he dropped the ball again last night. Okay, so he said that on um, the Hawani show. And this is whatever. Um, yeah, so Colby apparently was looking for a, an incredible amount of money to fight Woodley, which is weird because he's been wanting to fight Woodley forever. And I'm sure Colby, regardless, is on stream. Okay, and Kamar Usman just said if, if people were holding out for Usman fighting on UFC 249, he just said on Instagram Live, there is no potential for me to fight at UFC 249. Usman made that decision yesterday. So him and Mazda are off, right? And hopefully uh, they'll, they'll make that fight. Apparently, wherever they're holding this fight at, somewhere on the West Coast, they're gonna. this is going to be like a makeshift UFC like arena. Right, and they're gonna hold multiple events there over the next month or whatever, how long this lasts. So hopefully Usman and Masada. Well, yeah, you know what? No, let's save Usman and Masada for when this uh this, this slowly comes out. Um we, we slowly come out of this. That's a fight that you you know you probably um uh sorry, I'm getting messages. Fight that you probably want to see, you know, really hype up. You don't want to throw that on like a fight night or whatever. I mean, there's a lot of fights to be made. I mean, Weidman and Jack Hermanson are supposed to fight in May. Uh, Dominic Cruz apparently is rearing to go if he's going to fight uh, Petrion. Petrion's in fucking Thailand still training. I saw a picture of him on Instagram the other day. He looks fucking jacked. There's a lot of fights to be happening on these cars that you maybe want to save that for like maybe, maybe even the fall, right? Have a stacked mega card when this all dies down. Like say August. Sports start back up. Baseball, I don't know if they'll continue the NBA season, hockey, whatever. We start allowed to having fans come the fall, right? October, November, December, they usually put a big big card on, but like load up Covington, Woodley, 
Usman Masvidal, Tony Khabib, or Gaethje and Khabib come come like winter in the fall, like load it up and ha- pack the fucking house. We'll do it in Vegas. That'll be sick. I might even I might even fly out for that. That might be a Christmas present to myself. Well, no, I'm too busy in December. I probably can't. So, fuck off. I can't do that. Anyway, um, I think I've talked about this before. Street beefs on YouTube. If you guys haven't seen this, it's uh basically a backyard fighting organization in Virginia. And uh, it's like kind of, they have rules and shit. There's like MMA and then there's uh, boxing you can do. And there's a little bit of a weight division. I mean, it's structured. They got millions of subscribers. People love it or whatever. And I, I'll admit it, I, I liked it too. I was actually going to fight. I was actually going to go down there and fight. I was training my garage to do it. Still a possibility to do it. I don't know. I'm so fat and out of shape right now. We're quarantine body that is probably not likely anytime soon. And obviously I can't leave the state. But, um, this guy who runs it, Scarface, right? He was like the originator. I think they started in his backyard and I'm in the Street Beast Facebook group. You literally have to like apply to get in, like why you won't talk shit and you're going to respect everybody and all this shit like that. And they, you know, obviously they accept me. I'm not, I mean, who do I, uh, um, I mean, who, who am I going to, uh, talk shit to? Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm on Twitter again. I gotta, I gotta quit looking away. Twitter. Anyway, this fucking guy on this Facebook group, he posts video messages every day, right? And then he'll start every video with, "Guy, hi y'all. I don't really want to do this, but you know the comments are getting out of control, so I'm gonna have to go ahead and say it." And then he does a video for like ten minutes every fucking day, buddy. You love filming yourself. You love putting these videos up. You love having this power. And every video starts with, hey, y'all, I don't really want to do this. But, you know, the comments, I'm going to have to address some things. And then he never addresses things directly. Like, he'll never say anyone's name. He'll never, you know, he he dances around it. It's like, just say the fucking name of whoever you're talking about. I don't know who he is. I'm sure the people who really are invested in this probably know whose it is, but it is the funniest thing. So if you want some entertainment, they're still doing fights. I think they had fights Saturday in in a, in a fucking either a backyard or, or someone's garage. I don't really, I don't remember. I, I didn't watch any of the fights from Saturday, but um, 90% of these guys are garbage. They're trash. 10% of them are, are, are skilled, right? And they're all amateurs. I think there might've been some pros at one point in time but if you want some good entertainment try to if you're on facebook try to get in the group and just listen to what i'm talking about this fucking guy every day i don't want to do this it's like yes you do you fucking love it and it's so corny and it's just great okay so i need to talk about the anakin florian podcast for a second you guys know I just talked about Kenny Florian. I love Kenny Florian. I think he's one of the best analysis in the game, if not the best. I think it's a shame he's not commentating for UFC anymore. Not really sure why he he's not, but um, I think he should be. W- without question, I think he should be. But um, I don't know. Um, and obviously, he he ignored me with the uh, with the DMs. That's fine. He's a busy guy. Uh, John Anik, I love. I'll, I'll never turn on John Anik. It's weird listen, going back and listen to old fights when Mike Goldberg was calling it because you're like, God, I put up with this for so long because John Anik is 10 times Mike Goldberg over. He's John Anik's great. I'm a fan of the podcast, been on their podcast, right? And, they, and they've, they've switched some things up on us, right? So they stopped doing the guest picking, right? And they used to be, they used to be run by Fox, right? And the Fox deal 
end it. So they had to kind of get their own thing. TJ DeSantis, who's a longtime guy from Sure Dog, he's he produces the show. Have no problems with TJ DeSantis. Um, I think TJ DeSantis also calls fights for Invicta or used to. No problems with with DeSantis whatsoever. And the show, when it left Fox, came to its own thing. Um, it, it was it was good. It was good, right? So they stopped doing the live callers. They stopped having a different picker each week, which is fine. It kind of sucks. It's whatever. They added Ian Parker, who I've talked about here before. He used to be a manager of Chris Wyman. He owned a clothing company or something in MMA. I don't really know what he does. Big time gambler. Didn't like him at first. Kind of warmed up to him. Now I don't really like him again. He just doesn't really know how to take a joke. And it's like... You take some, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's like, I just know if I met this guy, just, we want to be buddies. Cause like, you know, like where I come from, we bust each other's balls and he's just like, he doesn't do that. It's, it's, you know, I think he's from New York. He lives in Florida, whatever. He lives like right by Annex. So I think that's kind of uh conveniency. Anyway, love the show. The past few weeks, they hired this marketing guy, right? So they're, if you follow him on Instagram, you follow him on Twitter, you follow him anywhere, they're fuck all that stuff is is getting ramped up to a T. They're they're you know they're posting a bunch of stuff. They're promoting a bunch of stuff. They're doing merch now. They're doing all those things. That's fine. You know what I mean? You got to build the brand, especially at a time like this where you guys aren't working. Make some money. Get your money right. Um, I have no problem with promoting. I need to promote my stuff better. If I could hire this guy, whoever they hired, and I could afford it, I would. But um, I don't mind that. What I mind is is the show's changing a little bit. It's, it just, it's, I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know if it, they're, they're trying to do different things and maybe it's cause I'm not a fan of change. I could be sitting here two months later and say, I like the show now. Um, but I'm, I'm typically, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a product of my, not a product of my environment. What is it like? Oh, you can't treat old dogs, new tricks or whatever. I like the old show, right? I really like the guest callers. I, I can deal with Ian Parker. I like when him and Kenny break down fights. I prefer, obviously, Kenny breaking down fights. Ian Parker, guy's very knowledgeable. He's talented better, whatever. I'm not going to bash him on that front. But, obviously, I prefer Kenny. Uh, and the one thing, you know, it's just it's just changing a little bit. I don't know. I don't know if I love it. Okay. I don't know if I love it. And uh, what? I don't, that's what it is. Um, so, that's, what, that's, that, that, that's about it. Right? That's about it. Uh, no. So, if basically what I'm saying is like, if you, if you listen to this show and you like this show and there's a reason you don't list like it anymore, you don't, you know, don't listen to it as much or something's changed or whatever the case may be, let me know. Right. Anik and Florian, usually they're pretty good with feedback. If you message Anik on Twitter, he'll write you back. Thanks for the feedback, whatever. Anik and Kenny are great. And I know he's takes a little bit of warming up too. I don't love the guy, but he's whatever, but he's also super horny. It's like, if you follow him on Twitter, which I do, he likes like all these porn stars posts. Like I'm strolling with next to my wife and all of a sudden it's like Ian Parker like this. And it's like a porn star with her fucking, you know, twerking her ass and stuff. And I'm like, okay, I like seeing that. But if my wife looked over and saw me looking at that, she'd be like, who the fuck are you following on Twitter? You goddamn pervert. You know what I mean? It's like, that's rule one married men. And if you're kind of a public figure like that, you don't follow porn stars. The only guy that can get away with it is Israel Adesanya. He likes porn stars posts all the time. He don't give a fuck. And he can get away with it because he's like a cool guy. Ian Parker's not a cool guy. So the moral of the story is, love that podcast. Still support the podcast. Still listen to the podcast. I even would buy a shirt or a sweatshirt or whatever if one of them came on my podcast. But moral of the story is, if I have done something to change something or you don't like something about the podcast, let me know. I, I'm looking for ways to improve. I'm looking for, you know, if you want me to do a certain um, like idea of 
Like, oh, talk about this more, do this more, less this, more of that, whatever. Do this segment. Uh, maybe we should do this, whatever. I'm, I'm all open for ideas. I think about ideas all the time. My strong suit is sitting here talking and kind of getting my thoughts out. I have no problem doing that. Um, some of the ideas I have are maybe more production related as, a, as opposed to idea related. So I'm all ears, okay? Hit me up on any of the platforms and uh, I love to listen to it, right? And maybe we'll do it. Maybe we'll... Uh, We'll, um, we'll discuss that and, and move forward with that. Cause I, I want to keep my audience. I want to grow my audience. I have loyal listeners and I want to keep those guys around and I'm a loyal Anna California listener. And, uh, there's things that I don't like that are going on during the show that I wish they would tweak a little bit. I, you know, it might be falling on deaf ears. And again, I could be misguided. I could be wrong because again, in two months, I could be like, I was dead wrong. I have no problem with being wrong, but my gut instinct right now on April 6, 2020 is I just don't love it. All right. Last thing I have written down here. Fights that need to happen after this is all said and done, right? So, obviously, all the fights that were supposed to happen in Columbus should happen. Um, And uh, I don't know all of them off the top of my head, but I'm just going to free flow it, right? I don't don't really have anything written down here. I guess I was just going to kind of like talk about it until it it came to me but the five fights and i guess it'll be a top five i used to do top fives at the end of the show this will be kind of a top five and then prop two top five i'm gonna write this down so i have for my notes here i'm gonna number it because i'm a fucking organized smell okay so start with number five right obviously number one and i'm gonna leave tony could be off this because listen let me before we do that let me talk about tony and, and justin i briefly talked about in the beginning a lot of people were sleeping on this fight. We all wanted Tony and Khabib. There's nobody that didn't want Tony and Khabib. I know that, right? But Tony and Justin is a fucking sick fight. It's a bad fight for both guys. Justin's coming off a short notice, has said many times, I don't, I can't take fights the way I fight on a short training camp. I can't do it. He did it. They're putting the interim belt on the line because they got to fight for something, right? Someone's got to have that belt, Khabib, whatever. No, Khabib shouldn't be stripped. Yes, it's a fake belt. Just let him fucking have it. Khabib obviously is going to get the winner. But what people aren't talking about, they're saying, oh, if Tony loses, we have now lost Tony and Khabib. Thanks a lot, blah, 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 blah. Khabib versus Gaethje is a fucking battle. That's a war. Gaethje, good wrestling, good scrambles. Has anybody seen Gaethje get held down? Big power in his punches, has good cardio, has a chin, can take it to him. Is it as exciting as Tony Khabib? On paper, maybe not because Tony has more tricks off his back. He has more submissions. A lot of people want to see how that played out. And Tony Khabib had this huge history. But let's not mistake, let's not be mistaken that Gaethje versus Khabib is a fucking banger. If Gaethje comes out there and knocks out Tony Ferguson, not only would that be the biggest one of his career, but he's now the interim champion and he gets to fight fucking Khabib, which he matches up really well with Khabib. Good wrestler, good punching, good cardio. Does he beat Khabib? Probably not. I actually, spoiler alert, if Khabib and Tony were going to fight and we had the pickums and everything was normal, I would have picked Khabib to win that fight. Tony versus Justin, I saw the odds. Tony's a minus 145 favorite. Justin's a plus 125. 
I like the plus money. I think Justin matches up well with Tony. The only problem is short notice. Tony's been training forever for this Khabib fight. He's in crazy good shape. It's a little bit of a different style of opponent because Tony was probably working a lot of his wrestling, but he could go out there and take Gaethje down, right? Gaethje is is pretty cautious on the ground. He's, he's got good stand-up on his feet. Takes a lot of shots. Tony gives a lot of shots. Tony gets hit a lot. It's going to be an incredible fight. Let's not forget that. Is it Tony and Khabib? No, because we've been building this up for years and years and years and years. But they found a pretty fucking good replacement in Tony and Gaethje. They found a pretty good alternate for that fight. A lot of people were saying Alex Hernandez and Tony were going to fight, which is, uh, I mean, I would watch it because I need MMA right now, but that didn't make any sense. I don't know who spread out that rumor. I don't know if that was a rumor or if just some guy who was close to Hernandez was trying to get him a fight. I don't know. Tony Gaethje is a fucking good fight. It's a good fight. So let's not forget about that. I know it's hard, right? It's like, you know, we lost Tony Khabib and we're getting kind of an alternate, but that alternate is interesting. And Tony, and I think we got to sit down as an MMA community and realize that Tony and Khabib is probably cursed. So even if Tony wins and they try to fight in the fall, something's going to happen. Another pandemic, the world's going to end, whatever. For the safety of humankind, the mankind, we maybe shouldn't book that fight. It might be safer if Gaethje wins goes and fights Khabib now the worst thing is and I brought this up on the podcast is what I can or on the Saturday podcast I did with Devin is I could totally see this happening I can see Gaethje winning right and then Connor leapfrogging Gaethje to get Khabib in the fall because Khabib's not going to fight during Ramadan and then Gaethje gets the winner of that and he gets kind of odd manned out right because that was the opponent for Connor was Gaethje I would love to see this is what I would love to happen right and now we're getting into the top five fights. So let, let me put this in number five because I think it's a, no, you know, yeah, put this in number five. The meat, the numbers don't mean anything at this point, right? Because I'm going on the top of my head. So McGre- this is what I want to happen. Number five fight, McGregor versus Ferguson, right? So say in a world that, and if not, McGregor versus Gaethje, right? So Tony wins, he goes and fights Khabib. Gaethje fights McGregor, maybe even on the same card, maybe the card before that, I don't know. If Connor could be, could be on the same card, it'd be a fucking riot. Um, and then if Tony loses... He fights McGregor. That's a banger of a fight, too. They fight in the fall. Banger of a fight. And then, obviously, the winner fights the winner of Khabib Gaethje. Or the winner of Gaethje and Connor fights the winner of Justin. Because Tony and Gaethje is going to be a fucking war. It's not going to be a one-sided fight. If Gaethje loses, he goes, I took that fight on however many weeks notice. He fights Connor, beats Connor. Then he's like, well, I want the fucking winner. Give me Khabib, blah, blah, blah. Or if Tony wins, I, I only got two weeks. Let me get a full training camp. So that's one of the fights. I'm going to put that as five. McGregor versus Tony or Justin, okay? So that fight needs to happen, all right? Number five, or number four, excuse me, Alexander Volkanovsky versus Max Holloway. I know a lot of people probably aren't talking about this fight a lot. It's kind of get lost in the shuffle. I rewatched the first fight, and it was such a masterful, for, masterful, oh, jeez, words are hard, masterful performance by Volkanovsky that I feel like it warrants him to fight Holloway again. And Holloway's got to make adjustments. Volkanovsky is high level. Volkanovsky can't do the same game plan. And even if he does, maybe Max will be hip to it. That fight needs to happen. So I'm going to write that down as number four. Volko versus... This, this is obviously what I want to happen. Volko versus Holloway. That fight is a banger. Okay. Another fight. We need to see Henry Cejudo fight. So Henry Cejudo is fighting 
Um, fucking Jose Aldo. I can't believe I'm saying that. Jose Aldo doesn't have a win at 135 yet. Henry Cejudo's defending his title. I don't care about that fight. Fuck that fight, right? I don't. I don't care about that fight. Aljamain was going to fight Sanhagen. I think Aljamain will probably rematch Marlon Marais. I think that makes some sense. Petra Yan Sanhagen is a fight I really want to see, but I also really want to see Petra Yan versus Dominic Cruz. That's got to be on that list. That's going to be a fucking crazy fight. Dominic Cruz with Sanhagen's fun too. Aljamain, Petrion, Corey Sanhagen, any of these guys versus Dominic or versus each other is good. Marlon Rice is kind of the odd man out for me. I don't know why. Uh, maybe because he didn't look great against um, uh, Aldo and, and you know he's ranked number one right now. It's kind of a weird thing. I don't know why I'm overlooking Rice, but I'm gonna, on number four. I'm going to just put... Any of those four band and weights matched up. So if you could go Sterling, Cruz, Petra, Sanhagen, you can go Sanhagen, Sterling, Jan, fucking uh, Cruz, any of those. I'm just going to put band and weight matches because band and weight is very interesting right now. And what's, what, what's funny about that is no one really gives a shit about the title fight. Um, Jose Aldo is not really going after, you know, he doesn't speak any English. So he's not going after Suhudo, who's very active online. Suhudo's trashing Cody Garbrandt. He's calling him Cody, Cody Garbage which is just corny and funny. Um, and then Petriana and him got a beef, Aljamain and all them. So no one really gives a shit about the title fight. And I think Suhudo, I think, missed the mark on that. He thought maybe that would be a bigger fight than it is. Yeah, if you do it in Brazil, sure, there's people going to show up. But a bigger fight, in my opinion, is Aljamain Sterling in America. Petriana, maybe not right now, but Aljamain Sterling is the guy you should fight, without question. But I'm going to put Bannon Waste down. All right, let's see who else we got here. Again, I'm going with our fly. And number two, obviously, is going to be uh, Usman versus Masvidal. That could be number one, but Usman Masvidal, that's a fight that that needs to happen. There was t- they teased it for UFC four, uh, 249. I'm glad and glad it's not happening. And I'm also kind of glad Khabib isn't happening as well because of what's going on in the world. You kind of wanted like a full training camp for both guys. So we're getting kind of an alternate, which I think is a good thing. Same thing with Usman and Masvidal. Both guys obviously weren't probably, had a really cut weight, probably wouldn't have been the best fight. Now get them full training camps and, and let them go out. And, uh, that's a fight right there. A little whiskey. I'm not drinking whiskey. And I guess the number one fight for me would be Adesanya versus Costa. That needs to happen. Um, that's a, obviously I'm, I'm opposed to that because I love Adesanya. That fight has some real heat. Adesanya is coming off a disappointing performance. Costa is a guy who's a fucking tra- you know, tra- I was gonna say train wreck, but no, he's a fucking wrecking ball muscled up fucking freak. And, uh, him up for Adesanya has got a lot of heat and that needs, that fight needs to happen. So those are my top five fights that need to happen. Once all this stuff dies down and we get back to somewhat normal, even if there's no crowds there, just put it on TV. I need fucking MMA. I fucking need it. Guys, I'm dying. I need it. I need it. Uh, that's the show. That's all we're talking about. What are you at runtime? I haven't even looked at it once. Okay, we're almost at an hour. That's perfect. Um, again, we're going to, I might even pop back on. I got nothing to do. I might pop back on and talk when, when more things come on about this fight card. Um, exciting times right next week we'll put out a podcast next week probably we'll put up uh, a pick them with Devin. maybe i'll if if i get an mma fighter on here you'll be hearing my voice again if they agree, agree to it i'll just fucking do the podcast with them and put that out should be fun should be fun should be and i'm also gonna post uh the studio tour on youtube mma takes podcast on youtube follow me on instagram and twitter at mma takes podcast and let's get those numbers up first 25 subscribers random winner Gets a shirt or gets a um, gets a uh, thing from the shelf. What your choice? Dealer's choice. 
We'll get sent to you once we hit 25. So uh, that's it. That's the show. Stay safe. Everyone sit there. If you, whatever you believe in, you don't believe in God, you don't believe in anything, believe in MMA gods and just pray that they don't fuck up UFC 249 and it happens. Just pray for that, okay? That's all we need. Thank you. Woo! Hey, pal, do me a favor. Get her down off there. What do you say? Woo! Escort this gentleman to the door. Do you see that shit? He's real good. The name is Dalton.